The Power Moms Network, empowering moms to lift the world. Hey, thanks for joining me today for episode number 84 of Podcasting Your Brand. I'm your host, producer Jemmy, providing learning lessons for you to podcast your brand. And today, I'll be giving you my next Podcasting 102 topic, different launch strategies for you to consider. And this episode is brought to you by my own brand, Flintstone Media. Listen in and let's do this first by starting with one of my daily tips. Hey, it's producer Jimmy with your tip today, and I get asked a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot about where to find great guests. Let's focus in on that this week, starting with where to find them online. And I cannot go past my last pro peer podcasting guest, Alex Filippo. He is the creator of Podmatch. So let's start there because Podmatch is a phenomenal website where you can go and set up your own profile as a podcast host. And guess what? There's a library of people who set up their profiles to raise their hands and say, we want to be guests on podcasts. And you can go look at all of their profiles and just pick away and start reaching out to them. So Podmatch is a great initial resource. Then also go into online groups like on Facebook or even better social audio spaces like Clubhouse and Clapper. That way you can hear how people are. So tap on their bio soon what they're about, but then also listen to how they engage and figure out who will make a really great guest for you. So that's how you find them online. I want you to find yourself online here every day, podcastingyourbrand.com. More tips. I'm producer Jimmy. So be sure that you're subscribed to me all over the social media interwebs. That's YouTube, Instagram, that's TikTok threads, just everywhere that you can think of because you want to get all of my daily tips and you don't want to just wait for them to show up on these episodes. You want to get them first. So find me either as Flintstone Media, my business name, or me, producer Jemmy, J-A-I-M-E, and get all of my daily tips, get them first, and connect with me on a regular basis. It's a lot of fun. And you can also connect with me through a live workshop, whether you have a show idea that you're ready to launch or you have a show that's already existing, but it's kind of flopping failing and you want to take it to fixed and fabulous, well, join me at toppodcastworkshop.com. We can work in a small group setting and get your show set right. So I'm so looking forward to working with you. It's a lot of fun. Again, that's toppodcastworkshop.com. Okay, so let's get on to today's lesson. So now that you know, based on the last episode, the right trailer for you, well, what is the right launch strategy for you, for your show, for your brand, for your audience? Let's discuss. All righty. Well, I am fresh off of my trip to Chicago, celebrating one of my clients, 300 thousandth download. It was a big old party for Straight Up Chicago Investor, and I'm so proud of both Mark and Tom. Check out pictures and videos. Look for them on my social media, as I mentioned ad nauseum a moment ago, where you can find me on social interwebs, but you definitely want to look up these pictures. They had a big party with a whole bunch of their listeners and their network, and it was so much fun. And I'm just so glad I got to be a part of it. And what's amazing is it's inspiring. So if you're just starting or you feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can keep going, like look at their videos and celebrate with us Straight Up Chicago Investors 300 thousandth download. I'm so proud of Market Top. It's absolutely unbelievable. Way to go. So if you want to get there to 300,000 downloads, it starts with one, right? So how do you initially just get going? How do you jump off the ledge? Well, not the ledge, the diving board, diving board. Let's make it safe. There's water underneath. (laughs) 
<laughs> you're going to be safe. But how do you get going? So on the last episode, I talked about your trailer. And through that conversation, we teased a little bit about options for starting. So we talked about with your trailer, it can be a full regular episode because there's no longer a waiting period between submitting your show to the podcast platforms and having it actually show up. It's now just like a minute or a couple hours. It's like right then and there. It's amazing. (laughs) So you can start off with a full regular episode. You can also start off with one of the trailer options that I mentioned. But okay, what does that all mean? How do I start now that I have a trailer or initial episode? What do I do with it? How do I plan to deliver this initial content the best way for my audience? So as an example, you can have, just to kind of reiterate, that initial trailer can be a simple descriptive intro. It can be a hybrid episode where it's a full episode, but with the description mixed in. It can be a highlight episode where you really go in depth about the concept and provide a sizzle reel. But whatever it is that you're doing, okay, there are different ways to prepare that material to be delivered to your audience. So you can just start off with just the episode or the trailer, and then just keep going. So one option is to start with the trailer, the full episode, and then let's say you're releasing every week, or every other week, then just to wait out that time period and keep going regular releases. The benefit of doing it that way, especially if you're new at podcasting or content creation in general, is because it allows you to really process every step of the process. I mean, mentally process every step of the podcast production process. So every step of the way, the prep, the recording, the editing, the promotions, all those things, it gives you enough time to kind of work it out and get used to it and make it feel like you're riding a bike before you really, really get going. But that's not the only option. If you feel like you can start faster and do more at the beginning, well, then why not? So As an example for Power Moms, my new show, which has just started a few weeks ago, it's the flagship show of the Power Moms Network. So it's my other current show, Power Moms Podcast. Look it up. (laughs) What I did with that show is I had a full trailer. Well, it was really a highlight episode because I really went in depth in explaining the concept of Power Moms. And then I also provided a sizzle reel in there so you could hear some clips of upcoming episodes. So it really was a highlight episode full highlight episode. And honestly, it's probably a little longer than my regular episodes are going to be. But it was important for me to explain the concepts of the show so that when a woman comes into my feed and listens to it, they know that they're in the right place, right? I wanted that concept to be driven home very, very solidly. So I wanted a very fleshed out highlight episode with some clips that provided those examples. However, I thought, hmm, it is kind of long, though. It, I'll admit, it is long. Good. <laughs> but also, it's lengthy. So let's say I have a listener who is a power mom. They're perfect for my audience, but they're the power mom on the move who might just say, okay, I only have like two minutes to figure out if this is right for me. Wonderful. I'll give you a two-minute thing to listen to, okay? So basically, what I did was I took the sizzle reel portion of the highlight episode, plucked it out. And then I added an extra clip. So the original sizzle reel in the highlight episode has four clips in it from the first four episodes. So in order to kind of entice people to listen to this extra offering or make it not seem like it's nothing actually really new at all, I did give it a little bit something new. So I plucked out the sizzle reel, but then I added a little clip from the fifth episode so that if you did listen to the full trailer, 
you might still be compelled to listen to the sizzle reel. Or if you listen to just the sizzle reel, you feel like, oh, I've, won- I've got a one up on anybody who listened to the full trailer. Ha <laughs> But either way, it's going to be suitable for whomever comes across it. So I put out both. I put out the full trailer first, and then I put out the sizzle reel shortly thereafter. And that way, people could sink their teeth into it as much as they wanted to before they needed to take action. Okay. Another option is to do a simple trailer episode, just a descriptive intro. The very first option that I explained on the last episode. So you just put that out, right? But then your first episode is a hybrid episode. So the first episode is the full one with explanation and and goes through everything. My trailer for people of Florida was just like this. It was a full episode, and then I explained each part of the show and the concept and the purpose of each part of the show as I went along. So that first episode, there's an episode zero trailer, then there's an episode one that's much more fleshed out, hybrid episode, and then episode two was a regular episode moving forward. And actually what I did for that was I released each of those a week apart. So I stayed on the regular schedule that my audience was going to be predicting. So that takes me to not only just what you can do as far as the materials, which I covered quite a bit on the last episode. So rewind back to episode 83 for all those options. So now you have your bucket full of things you're doing with your trailer. What should your initial cadence be? Well, in my not so humble opinion, one I've seen work well over and over and over again is if these initial content offerings, trailer, initial episodes, whatever, if they're delivered in the same cadence as your episodes are going to be delivered moving forward. So let's say you're planning on having your podcast release every other week, then your initial episode should be every other week. If you're having your show come out every week, your initial episode should be once a week, spaced out by a week. Now, here's the thing though, an option. You can double up on those initial days because there's a lot of benefit to giving people more to sink their teeth into when they first find your show. If they really like your show, they will want to listen to an episode. So there's a lot of benefit to having that already available on the feed. So what that could look like is you release your trailer and you release your first episode and you do those on the same day. And if you have, let's say, a weekly podcast, then you wait another week. And that second week, you might release episode two, or you might also release both episodes two and three. And again, you're just giving them a little bit more to sink their teeth into, but you're getting your audience used to how often they're actually going to come out. So you're getting them used to the cadence, okay? There's a little known fact in podcasting. It is better to eventually give your audience more than to eventually give them less. So a big mistake I see too often is somebody who is planning on having a show out every other week, but they start by releasing those initial episodes every week. And then the audience is like, oh, this is going to be a weekly show. This is great. And then that first time that the week feels skipped, the audience feels let down. It feels like you're moving into inconsistency and they may be less likely to come back. So avoid that by matching your future cadence with your current initial out the gate cadence. Very, very important. Okay. So again, if let's say you want to launch with fourth items, a trailer and three episodes, then on that first week, put out the trailer and possibly also put out the first episode. That'd be a great idea. 
and then wait a week. And that second week, put out those second two episodes and then wait another week and then just put out your, your regular episode, single episode moving forward each week. So that's a great way to start. Another way that you can do it is well, actually, this is really, really important. I don't want to skip over this fact before I get into any other ideas. Because when we talk about the initial amount of episodes to release with, oftentimes I hear this one mistake from whether it's somebody who's visiting our clubhouse rooms and comes to ask a question or somebody who's an initial client of mine getting their show off the ground. This is oftentimes a question I hear in the very first meeting. They'll say something, they'll ask something like this. Should I have, how many episodes should I release with? Should I release with like three, four, eight, 12? How many should I record before I start releasing? Do those questions sound familiar to you? (laughs) If so, here's what I typically say. It's good to bank ahead. It's good to record ahead of time and have some to bank, uh, some audio banked. That way you don't feel too overwhelmed, especially as you're getting started. Or if you see something up the road that might be a bottleneck that you can be ahead of, then it's, it's good to bank audio. However, especially in the beginning, it's bad, <laughs> straight up bad to bank a lot of audio. And the reason it's bad to bank a lot of audio is because you, what you miss out on is the opportunity to pivot. If for any reasons, an idea that you think is going to be great and land really well just doesn't hit like you thought it would, if you have eight episodes of that, you might not be able to course correct. But if you have only four episodes of that, then you can course correct for those other four before you get too far into it. So it's good to get ahead of yourself. Just don't get too far ahead of yourself. And especially in the beginning when you're trying to figure things out. Another reason why this is so harmful in the beginning is because let's say this is oftentimes I hear, I want to start off with like, eight episodes. That way, my audience, when they find my show, they have a ton to listen to right out the gate. No, frog, foul. Don't do that. Because here's what happens. I'm just using the magic number eight. (laughs) This could be any, you know, chunky number. They'll listen to depending on their podcast player and how it's set. They'll listen to either episodes one and two, or they'll listen to the last couple of episodes, seven, eight or whatever. And then the middle ones will get completely lost, just gone. (laughs) No one will even notice them, okay? And you'll see this massive uh, upside down bell curve effect of of downloads. So you don't want to do that. You don't want those initial episodes in the middle to get lost because that's how you initially release them. Give each one a time to breathe and have a spotlight and everything else, okay? So don't release a ton right out the gate all at once. It's a recipe to have a lot of episodes get overlooked. Now, when it does come to having your episodes not get overlooked and get the attention that they need before you launch, make sure that you also have your promotional materials ready. So take that show art that you have and create a brand adjacent episode version of that art so that you can highlight the guest name or the topic and the episode number, whatever, on that episode art so that when they see it, it's distinctive so that you can put it on social media so you can you know celebrate it in all these different ways. You can use it for audiograms or all these different things. You can put it on your website, whatever it is, have your episode art ready. 
create a clip from each episode. Pull out a good 60, up to 60 second long clip because most social media, there's a distinct way that they push things. 60 seconds or longer versus 60 seconds or shorter. So up to 60 seconds, a, a great clip from your show. Marry it with your music beds and then you can create a nice promotional piece for that episode. So have those kinds of things ready. If you have a great mailing list, create a newsletter before you launch. Get it set up so that you have the promotional situation already ready to go. Okay, don't front load all of your episodes and all of your production, all of your content, and then completely miss the back half of the effort, which is promoting it, especially in the beginning, because you want that that initial dopamine hit where you feel validated because people are listening to you, it's easier to do that if you're promoting your episodes. (laughs) And it's also easier to get into the practice of promoting your episodes on a regular basis if you start from the beginning, which is another really great point because oftentimes we can get into such the habit we're churning, churning, churning content and we forget to promote it and we don't see the numbers growing and it gets frustrating and that leads to pod fade. So from the beginning... Make sure you maximize your dopamine hit potential (laughs) and allow yourself the opportunity to properly promote your initial content. Promote the show itself as an overall entity and then also promote each individual episode. And if you have guests, make sure that they're on board for promoting those episodes too, okay? So make sure you have initial content, initial release strategy plan, and the promotional materials ready. And that's it. You're off to the races. But one more quick note, okay, on your initial format. Because your initial format of your show can be just that, your initial format. Don't put too much pressure on yourself to have to get the show perfectly right with all the different moving parts right out the gate, okay? Do not do that. Learn this process. Learn this craft over time. So I mentioned Straight Up Chicago Investor just came from Chicago. They celebrated their 300,000 downloads. So excited for them again. I go on and on. (laughs) But they evolved, okay? They evolved into not only having a weekly show, but then also having a biweekly bonus episode. So that didn't happen at the very, very beginning. That wasn't the concept at the beginning. But they listened to their audience. They got used to all the moving parts. They figured out the different opportunities. We worked together through coaching, consultation to see what they needed, what their audience wanted. They listened to feedback and things evolved over time. So if you put too much pressure on you to have everything figured out, probably you're going to get it wrong. (laughs) I mean, I'm just being honest. You're probably going to get it wrong. So don't do that. But then also you're going to get frustrated because you're going to have to kind of unwind the threads in order to put together what actually is going to work. So just give yourself an initial, very basic format that you can build off of and build into. So, man, I cannot wait to see how your show evolves over time. But that does start with your initial launch strategy. Alrighty, now let's end with one more of my daily tips. But before we do that, I just wanted to give a quick shout out and mention to the new network that I'm building, the Power Moms Network. So I mentioned the flagship show, Power Moms Podcast, at the top of the episode briefly. So the Power Moms Network is being built to empower moms to lift the world. And the flagship show is all about exploring how you can take these superpowers that you've developed through motherhood and parlay them into successes all over the place. So go to Power Moms Network. 
Network.com. Join the community. Listen to the show. There's so many other shows that are coming on board, and there's lots of ways that you can get involved. I'm so super proud of what we're building here. It's going to be amazing. But if you like this show, I also hope that you tell me and let me know that this show is helping you grow. So if podcasting your brand is helping you with your show, go to podcastingyourbrand.com, email me, jemmy, J-A-I-M-E at flintstonemedia.com and let me know because what I'll be doing on the website is taking your show art and doing a click through to your show. So it'll be great exposure for your show through my website. One of the top podcast websites in the world. So why wait? Don't hesitate. Tell me right now, J-A-I-M-E at FlintstoneMedia.com. I want to be able to share with the world that your show is growing with podcasting your brand. All right. That's it. <laughs> if you have any questions, please email me for that as well. But other than that, it is producer Jemmy signing off for now. Remember, the only thing more powerful than your voice is your spirit to use it. So turn that mic on. Now let's get to that last daily tip. Hey, it is producer Jemmy with your tip for today, continuing to focus on putting out both a video and an audio only version of your podcast. So as you're recording with the cameras on, I want you to keep something really important in mind not isolating your audio only consumer. And you can do that through two things. Number one, if there's anything that comes up during the course of recording that is visual, just explain it, give a description, say what action is going on or describe the object that you're holding up or whatever for the benefit of your audio only consumers. The second thing I want you to do is while you're editing, take out any references to visuals that just won't make any sense and will isolate your audio only consumers. So for example, this last episode, at one point I held up my microphones and said, hey, here are the microphones, right? I took out that quick clip from the audio only version, otherwise it just made my audio only consumers feel isolated. All right, come back here every day, podcastingyourbrand.com for more tips. I'm producer Jemmy. Flintstone Media has been building brands through the power of podcasting since 2014, serving as an award-winning and highly resourceful podcast production house and consultancy firm. Work with producer Jemmy, a leader in the podcast industry, and add a new podcast to your brand's content offerings. From show development and setup through recording and distribution, producer Jemmy and her team will lend their experience launching dozens of successful podcasts and producing thousands of episodes, making creating your show a simple and easy turnkey process for you. Visit FlintstoneMedia.com for podcast samples. That's FlintstoneMedia.com.